0: Might not have heard me say at the beginning, but actually, I was not due to preach today. It was supposed to be um, Aaron. Aaron's unwell, um, not COVID related, apparently. It's more like a tonsillitis type thing, but please be praying for him um, so that he gets well soon. So, yeah, uh, I'm here with a crowd of three. (laughs) We've got to make the noise of a couple of, yeah, up to 100, please. So, yeah, keep me going. Um, But we're always here for an audience of one. That's, That's kind of our standard, anyway. Anyway, late yesterday afternoon, I'm sat. At home and I'm kind of staring into space a bit thinking well I had a plan because I was supposed to preach next Sunday I had a plan to kind of how I was going to do it in the week and when I was going to set time aside and how I was going to prepare to preach that's my normal routine so I was taken by surprise um, yesterday so here I am unprepared uncertain unsure um, and I didn't have time to work out all the details so yesterday I asked God will you help me um and I was just sitting there, and he placed a question in my mind. Andy, do you walk by sight, or, do you, or by faith? Do you walk by sight, or do you walk by faith? And I, I, I know it was rhetorical, you know, one of those questions that the answer is kind of in the question, you know what it is, and I know the answer. I truthfully know the answer. I often try to deny it, but I, I walk by sight a lot. Um, most of the time, in truth, brothers and sisters, that's the reality of it. I mean, I I have faith in Christ. No question, I have a passionate faith in Christ. But the question I left myself, is that actually how I live my life? Is that actually how I live my life? Am I a faith walker or am I a sight walker? So what do I mean by sight walker? I mean that I'm constantly trying to see what's coming. I want to look as far ahead as possible. I want to get security there. I want to be prepared for what's coming. That's the question I ask myself. Is that where I get my peace? Is that where I get my, my comfort? When I can see ahead, when I know what's coming, when I have answers to questions, is that where I get my comfort from? And if 2020 has taught all of us anything, it's we've got no idea what's coming. No idea what's coming. If we did, we'd have bought shares in Zoom, hand sanitizer, and toilet roll manufacturers. We would have, like, back to the future, which one was it? Was it two when he got the book and went back and kind of got the almanac of all the sports results and made himself rich? I can't remember what his name was now, but the big guy. Anyway, but that, that kind of way of thinking, you know, if I knew all these things, I would have done everything differently and today is the first Sunday of a new year, 2021, and it's traditionally where an elder gets up and casts vision for you and says, these are the things we see coming ahead in the coming year, and, and I guess the idea of that is to give the church a little bit of a sense of, right, so we know what's going on, again, to bring some comfort. Well, that would be nice, but again, if 2020 has taught me anything, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure that's Worth doing right now. And in fact, spoiler alert, I don't think that's what God wants to do right now. I don't feel that's what God wants to do. Even if I had been fully prepped, I don't think that's what God wanted to do. God wanted to ask a question, like a reflection question, reflecting on the chaos and disruption that 2020 may have caused. And it's not over yet. Okay, we all know that. It's not over yet. We've still got stuff to come. But the question is, are you a sight walker, or are you and I faith walkers? So here goes uh, today. <laughs> no presentation, one slide, just me, some sketchy notes, one piece of scripture, and I'm praying that the Word and the Spirit going to do all the heavy lifting. So let me read to you um, from 2 Corinthians 5, 1 to 7. And let's ask God if this would minister to us. It says, For we know that in the tent, that's our earthly body, that is our earthly home, is destroyed. We have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to be put into our, on our heavenly dwelling. If indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked." for we walk by faith, not by sight. I want to tell you a story, and then I'm going to kind of circle back to that scripture. And because it's a short message today, I'm not going to give you a deep exploration. I just feel God wants to communicate something around that scripture. This isn't going to be an exegetical preach, if you know what that is. Um, But I think that's okay. I think that's okay for today. So I had a client once. Client slash friend in the company I used to work with, someone I got to know quite well. He was the head of in-flight catering for Cathay Pacific. His name was Anthony. And he told me about a moment in his life. And it came to mind yesterday when I was asking God, please help me construct something for today for the church. So imagine this scenario for yourself. It won't be easy, but try and picture what I'm about to tell you. True story, of course. So Anthony's on a flight... That's his job, so he's flying around without warning. Anthony goes blind. you imagine that? Blind instantly. He said it was like the plane cabin went dark, then pitch black. And for a moment, he's thinking technical fault. The lights of the plane have gone out. But then he realizes he can't see anything at all. He thinks there's something fall over my eyes. Is there something on my face? Then there's this sudden realisation, he couldn't see at all. And I remember him telling a story to me, and I asked him to tell it to me again, when I saw him again, because I couldn't believe it. Just you're asking so many questions, what happened? He said, I don't know. I'm listening to him, with my mouth wide open. He said, nothing obviously prepared me for that. He was blind. There was no accident. There was no incident. He didn't get hit by anything. So think about this, his sight was not deteriorating over time, and so things were, were already in motion, like he's getting prepared because he knows it's coming. It came without warning, and it just threw his life into chaos. Now, I'll spare you the rest of the story, He months, months, months later, his sight came back. They think it was virally related. So his blindness was temporary, and he's so thankful that it was, but in those intervening months he had to rethink everything about how he was going to do life rely immediately on someone else for the fundamental aspects of his daily life he said i couldn't even get off the plane i needed someone to guide me down the aisles and from that point onwards everything was i was unprepared for anything you can imagine the what he's going through I want to offer something to you and something to me on reflection for 2020. I want to ask a question of us. A question I feel God was asking me and I don't think I'm alone. How prepared were you for April 2020? Are you still struggling to handle the disruption and the inability to make some kind of a concrete plan? Now The pandemic has thrown us all out. It's removed the things we used to put our hope and our security in. And yet, God is in the pandemic. Not the creator of it. We could debate for many, many hours about how that came about. But as Scripture reminds us, and we tell ourselves this, God works all things together for the good for those who love him. So let me offer a reflection. I think God has taken away our sight Temporarily, he'll give it back to us at some point. But I think there's a deep lesson for us in the middle of COVID 19, and I don't think I'm alone. It's to be wary of how much of a sightwalker I have become, and maybe some of you have become. When we become sightwalkers, our faith can be weakened. When we become sightwalkers, our security is fragile when we become sightwalkers our hope is short term that we can just make it to maybe april 2021 or maybe june or july or is it august when is it when the vaccine kicks in when is it when when things will return to that level of security so we think short term a sightwalker surrenders themselves to fate so do you want to walk by sight Or is God challenging you as he has challenged me to become a faith walker? For faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the proving of things not seen. I want to be a faith walker because faith walkers remain resolute in trial. Faith walkers have their security latched into eternity and not into the immediate. Faith walkers hope is beyond this life, but, but a faith walker pulls that hope into this life and lives in it. I'll come back to that, in fact. I think that's important. A faith walker surrenders to God's sovereign rule. All the things we studied in One True God, that series, and much more, as Marion reminded us, we scratched the surface. Because a faith walker understands, they understand we only see a little and God sees everything, and he loves us. So let me just deal with one potential misunderstanding of this well-known phrase, walk by faith, not by sight. Um, that scripture I read to you before. Perhaps if we can have it back on screen, graph, that would be really helpful. It's the idea that faith is all about hanging on to a future hope. The idea that the future is heaven Christ's return—it's all about a better place than this in the future, and they were just holding out till then, trying to get by by gritting our teeth. And I want to say, I want to be—I was challenged by this yesterday. To me, God was saying, "No, yes and no, but but most importantly, Addy, no. It's not just about that." For where it says, I walk by faith, not by sight, many of you have said that's actually not a very good translation. The walk should more be like live. The word better translate to live. Do you live by faith or do you live by sight? In other words, we're not walking towards something in the future, the walk. So this life then becomes bearable. We live by faith now. Yes, we groan and we long for something but it said he who has prepared us for this very thing is God who has given us the spirit as a guarantee let me read that again who's given us the spirit as a guarantee I want to come back to that again in a minute I think so we are it says so we are always of good courage we know that while we are at home in the body we are away from the Lord for we walk by faith not by sight for we live by faith we do not live is looking after you and me right now he's put you in a church family that will help you right now he's given us the holy spirit as a helper right now it's a guarantee it's a taste but the spirit is active and available to us right now right now so we can experience heaven's promises now not in their fullness but we live in them now but it's been a really tough season hasn't it it's been difficult and it was confirmed I think by some prophetic utterances messages coming in yesterday God is calling us calling me and you to open up And admit that we feel battered. We feel like we've been through a rough time. And we're struggling. And he wants us to come together again today. And refocus ourselves. And humble ourselves. And drop to our knees. Me as someone who struggles sometimes to bend the knee in true humility. To come to God and say... I want to give up the sight walking because the sight walking is making me full of stress. I want to be a faith walker, Father God. Do you feel like you're walking wounded? I know some of you do. You feel like, man, I just thought, you know, when New Year's Eve comes, <laughs> I'm sure your house was like ours. It wasn't like Happy New. It was just like, get lost 2020 it was more about throwing a year away a lot of people just slept through it because it's just like don't want to think about it are you walking wounded do you just feel beaten over the last nine months or so asking for prayer is a step asking for prayer shows we're faith walkers not sight walkers so in a minute we're going to go into a time of prayer i'm just going as the spirit leads me and a message i got this morning i want to pray for us as a church and i'm going to ask for a curveball at gareth now liz hollup me and you are going to be praying in a room afterwards if you're available i won't mind you praying over the church too with me um in a minute i'll start and if you could pray as well i want to pray for people who particularly feel like they are sightwalkers, and then we're going to pray for those that feel beaten and battered by this season um one of the messages came in this morning which i have kind of been pondering since i got up on this stage was you know it's we can go to breakout rooms and we will offer that facility we'll, so if you're a part of that breakout room we will offer that anyway um, afterwards if you want some personal prayer but i was reminded by ruth actually cb just you know what we're separated too much right now So let's pray let me pray for us as a collective body and if you're a visitor today and I saw Terry on I think Tommy and Diana are online Tommy and Diana Weeks are online if you are still wonderful to have you with us we are separated physically but it just feels right to gather us as a church God is trying to do a work in us in this season to remind us to point out to us you walk by sight what you're going to see is going to cause you distress if you walk by faith you're not going to have that, that's the peace he's offering today to me and to you and to you and to you Gareth over the back, the big crowd we have here he's offering a change, now I don't know how that works but I know that's what I want I don't know if I should be planning to walk by faith because it's kind of like a, am stuck in the loop again I'm trying to figure it out so in this moment I'm going to pray over us as a church as a collective body of people that God would help us to walk by faith help us to understand each individually you're all different we all have different ways of going about life help us to understand what it means to you personally to walk by faith We're a generation, we're a culture that celebrates too much independence. It sounds weak when we say, I need him. But my friend Anthony, who I mentioned earlier, when his sight was taken away and he couldn't see, he said, I needed people to help me. I couldn't do things. I feel that's what God wants to say. I've taken away, I've allowed this moment to happen in your life personally, to take away the things that you're putting too much trust in, so you can trust in me. Let me pray, and then, as I say, if Liz is available, then she can pray over the church as well. Let me start. Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, I confess, and I stand with brothers and sisters today who I believe want to confess too, that we are planners. We are problem solvers. We put a lot of faith in what we can see. We put a lot of comfort in the tangible things And when those tangible things have been taken away as they have recently, Father God, we feel like we're flailing at times. We feel frustrated. We come to you with a confession, Father God. I come to you with a confession in front of my brothers and sisters here and everyone who's online. My anxieties come when I cannot plan sufficiently. And frankly, for nine months, I've been on varying levels of anxiousness i don't want to live that way anymore father that's not what you're offering you're offering blessed assurance you're offering the sight walkers to become faith walkers to find that deep peace that says i know i can't explain it i can't give you the details i can't give you answers to every question i just know that god is in control he is sovereign he has the best interests for me not just in the future but today He will sustain me. He has sustained me. We need to be thankful for all the amazing things you have done. Thank you that Linda is getting better. Thank you that Tommy is on this call when he was unwell. But thank you, Father God, for the heat in our houses, the food on our tables, the clothes on our backs, the roofs over our heads, the fact we can't get some fruit right now, but we can get food, Father God. We thank you for the daily provision that you provide. You meet our every need. but you're meeting at every need every day Father. And I pray that those small things that we've taken so much for granted become motivators of faith. God is providing that plate of food in front of you this lunchtime. God is providing the warmth right now that surrounds you in your home. The clothes that you're feeling on your backs right now are God's grace and provision to you and me. That we would see you in the tiny small details that you are blessing us Father God. Not to just be ridiculous to say oh i just forget about the last nine months and all the pain i felt no father god but to come to a position of seeing your grace in abundance on every aspect of life father god would you show us that well father we see your goodness every day and father i pray for those that say yes i am a sight walker i pray for them personally and individually father would you reach out right now and by your holy spirit do the things that that words cannot do would you help people to, to break free of walking by sight and enter in however they might enter into walking by faith? Amen. I said it was going to be a bit disrupted today. This is what we're going to do. Um, uh, we're not going to have breakout rooms. Um, I believe there's too many of you and us to go into breakout rooms for specific prayer about feeling like the last nine months have taken a lot out of us and our British stiff upper lip those of you that are Brits um, masks a lot of struggles some of us are fine sharing that, many aren't Um, and if I asked you to go for prayer right now, maybe half of you that need it would and the other half would just find it too difficult so we're not going to do that we're going to pray again as a church not a time to be logging off if you're not uh, feeling affected by this right now then you should be praying for your brothers and sisters that are for those that feel that they've just they're exhausted um, and there's no end in sight and they feel they're carrying wounds from the last nine months and I could name some people but I won't because you know anyway who you are Um, so here's what I suggest we do (laughs) Those that were going to be running the breakout rooms were Anne and Natasha and Tom and Greg. So I'm again going to pray for us as a church and then I'm going to ask you guys, all four of you don't have to, but all four of you are more than welcome to, to come off mute and pray a short prayer over those that are feeling the effects and feel like they're walking wounded, um, that God would actually minister to them right now. So once I've prayed, i us say Tom and Greg... Anne and Natasha, any of you want to come off mute and pray over the church? That'd be wonderful. Then we're going to go into another song, so I'll come off this stage while you're praying. Let John and Hannah uh, minister to us through worship. They're going to minister to us. This isn't a kind of listen to, sing along, or this, when are the words coming up on screen? I actually would ask the words don't go up on screen. Just let them minister to us through worship, because that is a gift that God has poured out upon them. Father God, again, we come to you in humility, Father. Let's not make excuses of stiff upper lips and our culture to to not be a humble people. You know, Father, that many of us have found the last nine months difficult and damaging. There's been many things to celebrate. As I prayed before and I continue to say, as we surrender to you, we want to see your glory in in so many things, but we're not going to fake that. That doesn't mean that we've not taken hits in the last nine months we've not had difficulty whether it comes through personal loss i'm thinking of you rob and your father you know there's people in this church that have lost those that are closest to them people have lost work people have lost security families have gone into difficulties when we can't be together and resolve things there's there's things that have gone on in this season that we we really find hard father god i want to pray lord god that as part of this walking by faith you do a healing work right now in those that feel beaten that the two would overlap one to the other, Father God, that as you minister to those that are the walking wounded, they, they, they're able to stand up again and say, thank you for the healing, now let me press forward, walking by faith now. Thank you, Father God, for your love for us, that you would care for us deeply. Who is man that you are mindful of him, that you would care for him? We love the fact you want to get involved in everyone's Walk Father everyone's life and bring healing right now by your Holy Spirit. So I'm praying, would you heal those that are hurting? There's some tears in eyes right now. I can feel it amongst the church. You're crying or you're trying to hold back the tears. Don't worry, the Father knows, knows you've struggled, knows you've found this hard. This is not a lack of faith that's caused that to happen. This is a reality that He's fully aware of. Read your Psalms as we are all reading as a church and read about. struggles come on father help me it's not it's not wrong to call out to God and ask for his help I feel like this is just taking too much out of me I pray that he would minister to you right now where you are in Jesus name